Have you heard about this 1979 Harvard Business School MBA study on goal setting? It's very popular amongst the personal development, uh, entrepreneurial growth spaces. There are uh, several gurus out there who refer to this study often. So here's what it effectively entails. In 1979, there was a study conducted on a graduating class, and it asked a single question about goal setting, which is this. Have you set written goals and have you created a plan for their attainment? And prior to graduation, it was determined that 84% of the entire class had no set goals at all. Okay, this is Harvard Business School and 84% of them had no set goals. 13% of the class had written goals, but no concrete plans for attaining them. And just 3% of the entire graduating class that was studied had both written goals and concrete plans for attaining them. 3%. Can you guess what the results are? Welcome to Passion and Profits Without Burnout. I'm your host, Jacob Moore. I'm a speaker, coach, childhood suicide loss survivor, and filmmaker who left Hollywood to follow my heart of service. I've helped tens of thousands of people find the balance in their life between passion and profits. On this show, I'm going to teach you how to build a trauma-responsive, resilient, and impactful community and organization, all without burning out. Let's get started. Ten years later, the 13% of the class that had set written goals but had made no concrete plans were making twice as much money as the 84% of the class who had no set goals at all. But here's the real wild thing. That 3% of the class that had both written goals and concrete plans for attaining them were making 10 times as much as the rest of the 97% of their class. 3% making 10 times more than the other 97%. Sit with that for a second. What does that mean to you and this idea of, of goal setting, I would imagine it evokes a sense of, Hey, I got to set some goals, right? Well, here's the, the thing. Um, this study is off debated and is completely unsubstantiated. Yeah. <laughs> so why am I telling you about it? Uh, because in fact, um, if you Google this study, there's a ton out there about it and you'll see another study that supposedly was conducted at Yale that pops up as well. And that also has been unsubstantiated. Um, but I want you to note what happened when I told you about that study because it's Harvard business school, right? And we have statistics on people who set goals and people who didn't and the amount of money that they're making that 
psychologically just flips a switch for most of us, right? We say, well, the people at Harvard are doing it and there was a study conducted on it. Then A, it must be true. And B, like that's something simple that I can do, right? Setting goals and having a clear plan to attain them. So it's almost irrelevant whether or not the study is true because the effect on you is the same, right? Well, here's the thing. We know intrinsically that goal setting is important and there are actually tons of studies that prove that to be true. Uh, in fact, uh, one such study was done by a Statistic Brain, um, to Statistic Brain Institute for Technology or for research. And um, it basically, you know, said something similar to what this supposed Harvard study did, which is, um, and, and this is related to New Year's goals. Um, but very few people actually have goals, set goals, and even less follow through with them. Um, it's something like only 8% of people achieve their goals and 92% uh, fail at them. Oh, less than half of people actually make goals in the United States, and 17% of them make them infrequently, and 38% of them never make them at all. Um, another interesting thing about that study is that only 75% of people made it through the first week. 71% of people made it past two weeks. 64% of people made it past one month and only 46% of people made it past six months. So what does that tell us? That a quarter of the people didn't even make it past the first week of their new year's goals. Does that resonate with you at all? Cause I, I know I have been in that boat and as we are now well into 2023, I'm going to guess that um, many of you have not made it past that week, two week, one month mark at this point, which is okay, because guess what? There's a ton of other people out there that are in the same boat as you, but you're listening to this podcast because you want to do better, right? For yourself, for your family, your community, for the people that you serve. Um, so let's take this idea of goal setting into action. So uh, for the rest of our time together today, I want to talk about smarter goals. And uh, this is not, um, this is not hyperbole. Uh, I'm not, I'm not saying like you need to be smarter. Um, smarter is an acronym and I'm going to share what smarter means. Um, S is for specific. M is for meaningful. A is for achievable, R is for relevant, T is for time-bound, E is for evaluate, R is for readjust. SMARTER, the acronym. Okay, and, and you can look this up as well. I'll, I'll include a link for um, SMARTER goals. Um, but, and, and we'll go into each of these a little bit, but, uh, you know, what I want to point out is that this system, a smarter goal setting system, um, is one approach to goal setting. Okay. Um, 
it doesn't really matter if you use this system, um, but only that you have a system uh, and that you have uh, some sort of accountability or some sort of system, some way of tracking, because otherwise goals tend to float off into the ether, right? So um, let's look at what about this system in particular, the smarter system, uh, makes it work. So one uh, is is specific, right? The S is for specific. You need to be very, very specific about your goals. When we are like excruciatingly detailed with our goal setting, there's magic that happens in our brains. We have the power to imagine things into fruition. We have the power to, you know, recall memories and see visions of the future. In our mind's eye, we can create the vision of a very specific goal. And the more detail you provide to that goal, the more your mind will see it as something real. So getting very specific with your goals uh, will help it help make it more tangible, more real to your brain. And we know that if your brain believes something to be true, i.e. a Harvard study, then you are more likely to take action on it, right? The caveat with that being uh, that holding a vision too precious and not being, being inflexible with it uh, can lead to a sense of failure if uh, it does not look exactly like we want it to look. Uh, we can talk more about that another time, um, but just having that neuroplasticity when it comes to this idea of specific goals is, is really important as well. Um, so let's move on to step two. Uh, the M is for meaningful. So it cannot be making money for the sake of making money or looking, you know, good for the sake of, of looking good, losing weight so that I am more attractive. Um, arguably, those things are not meaningful, right? This has to be connected to your core values, who you are, what your life's work is, what is something that is akin to your mission that your your goals align with. So it has to be something very, very meaningful to you. If it is not deep-rooted in that, that meaningful um, approach, then it's very easy for that to, you know, get lost when life gets in the way. Step three, the A is for achievable. Okay, if a goal is not achievable, if it is too hard, too momentous, the, you know, then it is something that is easy to give up on. There's this sense of like trying to, you know, climb Mount Everest without having prepared for it. Um, you're not going to make it past base camp, right? So it has to be achievable for you right now where you're at uh, in the sense that you have um, the ability, the resources, the connections, at least to put the puzzle pieces together, 
right? You don't have to have everything in place right now to achieve that goal, but you, you have to be, you know, moving towards them or it has to be a reasonable thing for you to do. Um, so achievable and, um, you know, our ability to achieve, um, can evolve over time, uh, which is, which is cool. That's a fantastic thing about achievement, um, is that once we hit a certain level of achievement, um, then it's easier to hit the next level of achievement. Um, R is relevant. Um, so this fourth step, um, uh, is the, the goal has to be relevant to your life, to your work, to, you know, who you are, to, you know, you as, as a per person, if, um, you have a goal that is not relevant to you, um, if, if it doesn't align with what you want out of life, then what's the point? What's the point of being famous, uh, for the sake of being famous, uh, if that has no relevance to, you know, or is not a byproduct of what you want to achieve, right? So, um, going to Hollywood and wanting to be a movie star for the sake of being famous, uh, is not the same as going to Hollywood, working really hard as an actor and achieving success and thereby fame. Uh, that's, that's a different sort of approach. Um, step five T is time bound. So this one I will share with a caveat. Um, there is some debate in the goal setting world about, um, assigning a time frame to goals. Um, especially when it comes to, um, things like, um, trauma recovery, uh, substance use recovery, um, things related to personal development in the sense of, um, you are trying to overcome a monumental hurdle in your life. Um, having goals that are time bound can be a little self-sabotaging. And I, I would say, you know, if this is related to, if this is something related to your health, your well-being, uh, survival, then, um, perhaps it's good to speak with a therapist, doctor, financial advisor, someone, um, who can give you some insight into whether or not the time frame is reasonable or achievable, um, given your particular set of circumstances. But let's set that aside for a second and just look at, um, you know, those like intrinsic goals that are, um, focused on your professional development or, you know, some type of achievement in your life, um, not related to overcoming some sort of, you know, big personal hurdle, having a time frame attached to it, um, gives us the added benefit of that little, little pressure, that little, um, the sense of the, the time, um, ticking away, right? Um, we have a finite amount of minutes in our lives and understanding that when we set a goal that has some time frame assigned to it, um, when we look at that relative to our life, to our goals, uh, for our life as a whole, um, we, we need to sort of move the needle along with some of these, um, goals if we want to achieve them in a reasonable amount of time in our lives. Okay. Step six E is for evaluate, uh, having a way to evaluate your goals, to measure them, um, to be able to 
um, quantify what the goal is, what uh, success or achievement means for a specific goal is really important. Um, this should be part of your goal setting process, a way to evaluate uh, whether or not your goal is, first of all, you know, sound and reasonable. Um, but then um, are you making progress towards it? Um, oftentimes it can be helpful to have um, someone from the outside, a trusted advisor, take a look at the goal and um, give their opinion on whether or not it is reasonable. Um, and that outside input can be helpful for your own self-evaluation of those goals. And of course, if it's, you know, say a monetary goal, um, I want to make X amount of money by this date. Um, well, that's something that you can evaluate very easily, right? Are you making enough money on a daily, weekly, monthly basis to, you know, reach that goal? Um, but having that built in and uh, something that I would encourage you to do is to uh, make sure that you are setting some type of reminder, putting in your calendar, um, you know, a time frame to evaluate your goals um, and to do so at very various periods along the way. For instance, um, I'm uh, training for a marathon right now. Marathon is in October and um, it's early to begin training for a marathon, um, but I have set um, some short-term and intermediary goals uh, leading up to this marathon um, in October. So I'm uh, in the spring running a 10K and that 10K um, is what I'm currently training for. And um, getting those you know miles, those five miles or so under my belt and to be able to do so within a specific you know goal time frame um, will help prepare me for my uh, intermediate goal, um, which is a half marathon in June. Uh, that will then, you know, get me to the midway point of uh, my eventual goal, which is a marathon. And uh, there's enough time in between the half marathon and the marathon to do a full marathon training. So I have set three, you know, three um, increments to this goal of running a marathon and doing so in a way that is hopefully sustainable and will be injury free, right? So um, I evaluate my progress towards each of those goals uh, on a daily basis um, or each time that I run, um, I'm evaluating, am I making progress towards all three of those goals? Keeping in mind that the cumulative miles that I'm doing each week should be increasing with the goal of, you know, running 25 or so miles a week by midsummer um, or late summer so that I can reasonably achieve a marathon in one sitting running as it may be. So um, evaluate. Uh, step seven is readjust. This goes back to that idea of the, the neuroplasticity, um, the, the flexibility of your brain to say, hey, my life changes, my circumstances change, and so my goal has to change. So you have this very you know, involved, detailed um, vision that you set up for your goal in the very beginning. And as you go, as you evaluate, sometimes you have to adjust 
And that is okay. That is what life is about. And that's what truly successful people are able to do is say, hey, um, this is this looks different than what I had originally envisioned. So I'm going to course correct and now adjust um, towards uh, a goal that's more aligned with where I'm at right now. Or perhaps say, you know what? That goal that I set a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, it no longer applies. No longer applies to my current life circumstances. And it's okay to set that aside and to abandon a goal. The important thing is, is that along the way, you have flexed those muscles in setting yourself towards a goal. Um, it is more important that you are working towards something and that you have uh, a, a system for doing that than actually reaching the goal. That's not to say that you should abandon all of your goals and that it doesn't matter if you never achieve a goal. No, it's just to say that like the vision of that changes and we need to allow for the fluidity of life and the fact that um, that things things change and that's okay. So uh, smarter goal setting. Uh, I'll, I'll link in the show notes um, a resource for that and um, uh, something that will hopefully be helpful for you um, with, with goal setting. So again, whether or not this Harvard business study um, is, is actually, you know, true or not, um, goal setting is important and it is something that, you know, we can all, um, do regardless of where you went to school or if like me, you didn't go to school at all. Uh, we still have the ability to work towards goals and to have success, um, by whatever measure that, uh, is for us. Well, that's all I have for today. Um, before I let you go, I just want to ask uh, one favor. If you could please um, hop over to YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Jacob Moore and subscribe to my podcast there. Uh, that is the easiest way to support my podcast uh, with zero financial investment. I have no sponsors for this podcast. I uh, don't ask for contributions for it. It's something that comes out of my own budget and I do um, in service of the the people that uh, I, I work with, service leaders. So uh, you hopping over to you, YouTube, hitting subscribe and uh, consuming uh, this content there um, helps um, with ad revenue. And um, that's a way to offset the cost of this show. So I would appreciate it. Thanks very much. And until next time, be well. Thanks so much for listening to Passion and Profits Without Burnout. I hope that you found some impactful takeaways. And if you did, I'd love to hear from you. Share a screenshot on your IG story, tag me, or send me a quick message. This show is for you, so any feedback is welcomed. Hey, and make sure you're also subscribed to the show so you don't miss any of our new episodes. And if you could, take a few minutes to leave me a five-star review. That'd be greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening, and be well.